Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So we're going to change things up a bit and keep you viewers out there on your toes. The next set of presenters are from that game company team. My old boss, Cecil Kim, who is now the art director over there, will be presenting with Rika Yoshino, who is the art environment artist and art team manager at the company. They will be playing a demo of their recently released and highly popular iOS game, Sky, the Children of Light. While playing through it, we will talk and provide insights behind the development of Sky. So what is Sky? Well, you yeah, have been living under a rock for the past year. Sky is an open world game where you can fly, explore, and interact with other players. They will showcase the beautiful world and fly mechanics. In this part, well, maybe music instruments that players can play with. So I'm going to pipe you guys in. So now the audience can hear you guys. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, I hear you guys just fine. Yes. Thank you for uh, sit, sitting there patiently. Right. Hey. So let's do a mic check real uh, quick, no Cesar. Problem. How are you doing? Good, very good. All right, uh, Rika. Thanks for having us. Do you hear me just fine? Uh, yes, I hear you. All right. So we have Sky going on, but... We're just going to use our voice, and Cecil in this hour will be doing uh, Foley sounds because for some re- reason I think there was some audio mishap in the background, um, but we'll we'll survive through this. So, uh, Elise, uh, to kind of start things off, I, I gave a, a slight introduction that doesn't give you guys enough justice. Um, Cecil, why don't we start with you, kind of a little bit uh, about your background, and then we'll follow it up with uh, Rika. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've been working games since, uh, yeah, since like '90s, mid '90s. So since then, I've worked on Final Fantasy IX and God uh, of series as a concept artist, lead concept artist, and then visual development lead. After that, on studios, made mobile games, PC games, uh, eight years, and then you know. The time is done, so I closed the business, and then I joined the that game company. So that was right after um, uh, Sky was launched on uh, iOS. Now it's available on Android worldwide. So the game is growing. Uh, I'm currently right now the director uh, at the game company. Nice to right. Yeah, Enrica, let's go with you next. Yeah, of course. Uh, hi, everyone. Um, I'm Rika. And, you know, in comparison, I am um, a lot more greener than Cecil <laughs> is in this industry. So um, in 2016, I graduated from University of Pennsylvania. And since then, I've worked on Spy Party with Chris Hecker. Uh, and after that, I have been with that game company for a little over two years. Um, yeah, nothing too fancy compared to Cecil, but that's me. <laughs> Yeah, I think our, our both our resumes are, is tame compared to Cecil. So uh, <laughs> I, I want to thank you guys for both coming on. And uh, so we're, we're changing the pace. You know, we've been having a lot of uh, speakers. And so we, we kind of designate this GDUX conference and as a, as a bunch of presenters because this is a, a mixture of a different amount. See, I'm, I'm going to be above the TV right now. <laughs> Uh, and, and for the next hour, we're going to look at Sky and kind of think and talk through about the development stories behind it, uh, the challenges, and uh, and give insight. You know, this is, if anything, more of a dev stream than a game stream. So uh, this demo right here, although we don't hear the sound, I know sound is a huge component. I guess we can talk about that a bit. Where uh, For players out there, I, t- I think I see actually Cecil. Um, playing with Rika. So this is a multiplayer type of game. 
um, this is probably a first for for the studio, right? Having multiple players online uh, persistently. You can, do you guys mind talking about uh, more more of that aspect? Um, I mean, I can tell yeah, um, you a little bit. Um, Go ahead, Rika. Well, uh, Journey has had multi. Yeah, Journey has had multiplayer, um, but this is the first time where we're trying to use that like specific aspect about multiplayer and make that into game. Um, so, you know, now we actually have, as you can see on the screen, we actually have interactions with other players. You can actually unlock chat. So, um, you know, there's a small part of Journey that what made it successful, and we're gonna try. We were trying to expand on that idea for Sky. And what were the uh, what was the biggest hurdle uh, making that transition? Because a single player experience, and, and you guys are definitely really, really excelling in that regard. Um, I mean, aside from the the actual development getting network programmers on board and and attacking attacking ios like this is the first iphone game as well right yeah um you know our company our studio has historically done consoles um but uh yeah the difficulty about making this game um compared to our previous titles is that because it involves other players um, and, you know, uh, more intimate, intimate interactions with them. So including chat, when we open, you know, when we open that door, it kind of, you know, puts us at a risk of how, what am I, um, how am I supposed to put this in words? Um, You know, when, as, when there are a lot of players in chat and all that stuff involved, I think the tendency for games is that, um, negative things tend to appear more. And because our games is about, you know, altruism, humanity, people showing kindness to each other, uh, we have to be, you know, very clever about how we, you know, make this sandbox, um, and set it up, set up an environment in a way that players can actually enjoy each other where, you know, players are encouraged to help someone else rather than be more, you know, self-centered or self, you know, uh, driven by self-interest. Um, yeah, that was probably one of the biggest um, design challenges that the team has faced, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, and CISO, is this... Uh... I mean, you come from a background from a lot of single player. Well, I mean, uh, of course, at section you have a little experience of actually diving into, you know, network and 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 actually multiple players. I mean, how have that experience kind of brought over to the game company and into this game? Yeah, I mean, we, I I did experience the launching of a live live product and um, working on a schedule to release new content. But this game is is basically like it's open open world theme park for the players to come in and just, just like heavily focus on like social uh, interaction. Um, so the map is pretty big. I mean, the world is like made of like seven um, world. They're all like connected. And to support that, I think the engines that we use, we are a proprietary engine that supports the uh, terrain meshes and like all this cool effects and stuff. It's, it takes years. I mean, I, I joined later in the production, but I think there's a lot of it came from the journey as well. But I think the being able to do this in a mobile device is this is the really good example of a company's uh, the philosophy like making a product is timeless meaning like it's it's visually like it's it's none of a kind and it's also the thing we have to push for players can do is 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 pretty amazing and I'm sure like um, uh, our creative director Gino Bachan and designers and teams that wanted to test out like what what is going to work for the community that we uh, wanted to 
invite and play our games. And finding out that core gameplay, um, which is in this case, exploration is huge in our game. And there's some sort of mystery and as puzzles and like similar to journey on top of visual aesthetic and landscapes. But we allow players to go everywhere, anywhere. And um, basically the communicating your emotions and you, you see, I mean, that's my buddy, uh, Phil, he, I asked him to join. Mm-hmm. Um, he played quite a bit. He's like, he's, he looks pretty good <laughs> with all the cosmetics and stuff. So you don't have to talk to them. You just have to unlock these emotes. Um, and you can explore different area that you haven't been to because of uh, you, you don't have a strong wind buff or something and your players can actually take you there. So it's, I would, to make it short, this is a amazing like um, open world theme park experience when there's no like intense comparative uh, nature or um, fighting or anything like that, right? So it's very uh, psychologically, it's very uh, relaxing too. So, mm-hmm. so it really helps me, like especially late at night, soundtrack and everything. It's just if you like flying, I mean, I think there's uh, many games out there um, that are flying mechanics great in the console side of things, but it's amazing. So, mm-hmm. so that's why I. I love working on this game. Um, currently, we are um, until like fifth season, sixth season. So we, mm-hmm. we update season like every three months, and just getting better. And we're putting out more because we we know the com- what community likes now. More, and more communication happening between the, our community and fans. So, I mean, worldwide, this game is both content-wise is growing and then the user base is like, we're, we're getting close to 20 million now. So oh, wow. that is remarkable in terms of uh, um, being uh, like, a lot of time they don't know what's doing. Because we we take very minimal approach of telling player like, what to do, right? Just mm-hmm. like journey. So, but then people find that, oh, you know, it's just, it just feels good being in the game. And then, once you develop a career capital, unlock a lot of things, then like, wow, is it that we are holding hands now? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Ray guy's pulling me out. I mean, Phil is now following me. <laughs> so how many players can... So we're going to show you uh, some flying. Yeah, so how many players can be in a, in, in, a, in a server? So how many players at once can be with each other? Um, it's up to eight players. Eight players, okay. Uh, eight players maximum so for every level. Okay. Maximum. Every level. So, yeah, I'm right hearing, now. I'm hearing sound. Ray guy's showing up. Am I hearing from your mic? Yeah. Ray guy's showing up. Okay. Or maybe pull it next to the mic, actually. <laughs> Might be the cheapest way to get sound oh, through yeah? here. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I assure you guys to give this a download because it is free right now on iOS, right? So the sound and, and, and visual quality, you know, we're not doing it too much justice. But again, this is part of the fun of doing things live stream. But um, sound, as you guys mentioned yeah. before, and music plays a huge part in this game. Can you explain in what way exactly? Well, I mean, we focus on emotional, like, art when you play the game. So the composer uh, of Vincent Diamante, he's, a, he's an amazing composer. Um, it's, it's just like classical concert, right? Yeah. And then the music itself is really focusing on like the pacing and like the feeling of the discovery and things like that. So it's, it's actually, if you have a speaker on, it's one of the few games my wife don't don't get annoyed. To me. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Keep, keep playing. Keep playing. <laughs> yeah, it's not God of War. So here, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, she actually liked the God of War too. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. She actually liked the God of War sound. Yeah. God of War Journey and the Sky. Those yeah. three games. She loves soundtrack. Um, so right now, the great guy is taking me to under under uh, ice. Mm-hmm. It's actually under under ice uh, special area. So. 
because we want to focus on when you were like little kid, right? The things you want to do is like you want to go to like like outside, outside where like and then ride on this uh, ice or jump off the cliff. I don't know, jump off the cliff. That's kind of dangerous, but <laughs> don't do that. So kids. we really want people to yeah, don't do that, kids. Um, <laughs> do stuff together, and when you like. Strip all this uh, noise of other multiplayer has, like a lot of the UI interactions and collecting and all this upgrade and stuff. You really understand like the interaction is mostly about your uh, expressing your feeling, right? Yeah. So well, look at this, like this. I'm sorry, maybe jumping back and forth, but I have to like really talk about this. The the tech that we have, one of the great things is uh, how we um, create this uh, simulate sky uh, clouds. These are like because we we have this awesome tech, especially like this clouds feels real, right? And then we do have um, some sort of like magical collisions where you you are allowed to fly everywhere, but we have to still guide the user to follow a certain direction. And I mean, it's hard to explain, but um, Mm-hmm. Just clouds are almost like touching you, almost like like, like guiding you. Mm-hmm. It's not like hitting a wall that you cannot go through. It's, it really feels good kind of when you kind of come around the clouds. And so here is uh, one of the most the uh, architecture um, based area. is a it's almost like a palace. Um, here we we have uh, we just went through the race. You can actually start the race with other players too. There's a starting point. If you have eight of your friends that are in your group, you can slide down and you can actually. Race. So, platforming and flying, those are always fun. But we also really want to have a good multiplayer components, such thing as like holding hands and uh, piggyback. Uh, carrying each other and like high five and hugging so yeah I mean a lot of uh, new users um, there's there's a good amount of people that are not into comparative games right and but then they want to play multiplayer but there are not many multiplayers that only focusing on uh, positive uh, emotional uh, Emotional experience. So, we, we're getting a lot of uh, uh, touching letters from the fans. They're telling us, like, just because of this game, they're, they're actually like not not feeling good about towards society and their life and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, a, this guy, a- you can see. Oh, that's uh, that's not my friend, but Reika is just Reika's friend. That's why Reika is seeing a full uh, texture body, but I'm seeing as a gray body. Okay. Reika, who's that? Yeah, who you invite? Um, like? It's a, a friend. <laughs> it's <laughs> a friend kidding. I made through a friend's friend. Um, so the you know the magical moments kind of happen in this game where you know your network kind of. Um, expands you kind of meet these new people where you've never met before but it's because it's your friend you befriend them you help each other out um i don't know this person very very well but we have had a couple of interactions um i don't have i don't think i have chat unlocked with them yeah i actually don't but um you know it's through actions like going through a level uh which we're about to do now um together that kind of brings us closer um oh he has just disappeared. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's camera shy. Uh, yeah. This is a. Oh, the door it's, it's a beautiful game. Like it. Um, I know this is kind of going back to to a little bit of a seesaw. I mean, it reminds me a lot of like Final Fantasy and the feeling that you get from playing those games. Uh, yeah. I, there's a huge musical element to it, obviously, but even without sound visually, it, it seems like a, like you mentioned before, an orchestra, uh, an experience, kind of you're walking through. 
So Rika, actually, I have a question. So being on, on part of the environment team and coming from that background, I mean, how, how big is the team to, to assembling this uh, type of game per level? Yeah, um, our team is about, actually, we don't have the right number in my head. Um, for 3D artists, uh, it's mainly me um, and Aaron and Trev. So we have three 3D artists. Uh, we have two animators. Uh, we have two concept artists. One includes uh, Cecil, so Yui and Cecil. Both of them are craft leads. Um, so that is more on the actual art side. And on the audio side, we have um, uh, Ritz, who's the audio designer, and Vince, who is our music composer. So size is about nine. Um, we work together to kind of bring... Right now, we focus on um, a lot of season contents, but for levels like this, for example, it probably would require maybe about three, four people to bring it together. Um, does that answer your question? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's incredible. Incredible size. I mean, Cecil can definitely speak in lengths of how team sizes have grown over the past few generations. But I, I always kind of like, even though I never worked on the PS2 era consoles, I, I feel like that team size and it's kind of like um, what you guys are echoing and uh, other indie developers are kind of repeating are a little bit more intimate, like a, a smaller team size, but able to kind of produce amazing content. Um, and again, uh, for something like Sky, it's completely appropriate um, to to work that closely together in a smaller scale and and still have amazing. You guys are mentioning like twenty million people downloading the game and playing through this world. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what? <laughs> how you feel about that, yeah, Cecil? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I know you've been on teams that are like three hundred plus, um, but uh, recently just been. How are you liking smaller teams recently? Well, it's great. I mean, it's uh, definitely you have to wear more um, hats. Um, and the inner department um, conversation and discussion is uh, crucial. Um, so I, I do I do get involved, get invited to design discussion, even narrative this discussion. So everyone... Everyone is uh, bringing their own feedback to an angle. It's a small team, but um, I think now we we're seeing grow, growth in, uh, in our community. So we definitely has to uh, ramp up and hire more people. So if you like playing our games and if you're really into uh, Stuff a visual style. Um, yeah, you can always uh, send us your uh, resume. You hear that? Everyone just tweet at Cecil if you want a job. <laughs> He'll go ahead and reply to you. That's what you're opening up to, dude. So, <laughs> well, I mean, like, as part of the success in, in, in kind of leading up to what you're, I think, about to say, like, now that the, the game have proven to be sh- having an audience and you know you guys still want mm-hmm. that intimate control of being a small team yeah. when you're ramping up are you guys talking about uh increase in seasons or increase in content per season what exactly are the type of resources are you looking to grow the team for yeah so typically um uh, when when you see a trend and then a growth in a player base, um, there's two things you have to do, which is like the, uh, stabilizing the game. More people play and we see more problems and more reports and everything is important to everybody. So we need to have uh, definitely uh, polish the game further. And also we have to the content not only worldwide but also uh, regional focus contents too like so right now we spend three months um, doing a one season but we are hoping to uh, be able to like do more frequently right 
Um, and then you know, I mean, this is this is this is just a starting point. We're creating a theme park, meaning, uh, about kind of mentioned that his dream of Sky being more like Disneyland, meaning. When Disneyland opened in the 60s, there was only a few rides and a few uh, places you can visit. Mm-hmm. And now it's like more, right? I mean, so if you think about that, when you come to come back to theme park, you wanna you wanna go find the place that you haven't been, and so every time it's a new opening or a new area. So we wanna we wanna give players to more uh, places to visit and play um, and then you know it's like I think Reika brings a lot of uh, uh, good direction when we come to designing our um, contents like the, including like instruments and cosmetics you can see there's a uh, capes and hats and uh, what do you call it uh, pants um all those things are like seasonal like content and i think it really has to come from the user's point of view see they're very um opinionated about what they like what they might like and i think i'm not good at picking my own clothes right so <laughs> i think Zareka and a lot of our company actually really like wanted to hear from like all the users uh, making right. so they pretty so, much look around the office yeah. and look at the people who are better dressed <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk to season yeah. for a second let's talk to rika yeah, <laughs> about how to dress up these characters yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely um, uh, we, we, yeah. we we do spend a lot of time talking about that too yeah so yeah, Rika, the like, thing about yeah, you know TV. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, is that uh, we actually have you know a good chunk of female employees, um, yeah. and we quite we we're you know um, our biggest core audience is actually female players, uh, mm-hmm. and we're trying to incorporate more of our female voices in the studio. Um, you know, because it is a game industry, and as a whole the lack of female devs um, is pretty apparent overall, but, you know, we are trying to, we are, we're aware of that. And also, you know, we give power to everyone equally in terms of, you know, like their opinions on their seasonal content, right? We try to involve them as much as we could. I think that's fantastic. I think um, more and more game studios should, and if they haven't already, uh, need to think like that because it's a diverse group. And especially with for an iPhone game, iOS game, um, there's just a bigger audience uh, and a, world, a more well-mixed audience. And, and so it really starts from the development team to kind of express coherently with each other for 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 having a, a gaming audience that kind of have the same kind of mixture um when it comes to inspiration Rika, uh i mean are there games or mediums or uh like movies or entertainment that that you guys draw from for sky uh, initially and now um i think it varies from person to person on the team um you know, Genova, uh, for sure, it, uh, draws inspiration from, like, Disneyland and the park. Um, you know, I personally kind of never played games until I played Journey, and that was a moment where, like, I'm going to go into games. Um, <laughs> this was a senior year in college, so it was um, mm-hmm. a pretty drastic decision that I have made, but it has impacted me enough to want to pursue this interactive media um, Wait, hold on hold on so you never you know, played games until yeah. college or you didn't get yes, into game development to college extremely, my so, parents are extremely anti-game so i didn't you, really grew up what, what was your career uh that you were going for before like doctor going to animation <laughs> oh animation okay no. so you're not so far off <laughs> sorry that was a it's not too far off but for someone who has never played games to be right. like, that's huge gonna, yeah that's huge yeah um, it was a little intimidating but 
you know, um, I think wanting to create things versus liking games um, and playing games is also different from each other. I have started to play a lot more games ever since I joined this industry. Um, and I'm slowly trying my best to change my parents' minds about it. Right. Yeah, if you were like me when I met Cecil, he told me that I, I got to play all the games he worked on before I can talk to him. So I don't know if he made you do <laughs> If that was the same case. But the fact is, the funny thing is, I did play all the games he ever worked on, which is the crazy thing. You didn't even have to tell me. I played everything. Even Parasite Eve. That was one of my favorite. favorite Oh, yeah. Love that game. Yeah. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Did you know the top 10 mobile games in the U.S. gross more than $340 million in June? Do you want your game to earn more? App Figures is all about giving game makers the tools they need to get more downloads and revenue. You may already know them for analytics and app store optimization. Now, App Figures can help you keep track of competitors and the game market. From how many downloads they're getting and how much money they're making to their audience demographics and even which tools they use to power their games. Their competitor intelligence gives you great context. Got a great idea for an app or a game? With app figures, you can figure out how big the market is and how much money you could be making with it. Say a competitor adds a new feature or was mentioned in the news. With app figures, you can see if that brought in more downloads. And that's just scratching the surface. Whether you're growing your game or building a new one, app figures has what you need to reduce risk and get more downloads. Best of all, you don't need a large budget or data science degree to do this kind of thing anymore. App Figures has made it affordable and simple. On top of tools, App Figures also provides a lot of guides and tutorials to take you step by step through gaining more visibility with ASO and increasing your revenue by learning from your competitors. They just released a free guide on that actually. Head to appfigures.com forward slash on forward slash gain dev unchained to try app figures for free again that's app figures a-p-p-f-i-g-u-r-e-s dot com forward slash o-n forward slash gain dev unchained to try it for free if you like it use our special code gdu3030 to get 30 percent off for the next three months we want to show the musical instrument, but there's no sound right now, right? Uh, I only can hear the sound through your mic. And so uh, okay. it's kind of fitting <laughs> that we're in quarantine. So we're not getting direct feed of the audio. Yeah, yeah. So I think people are at least hearing the sound through the mic and getting an idea. I mean, the sound, as far as I can tell, is matching up to the visual. It's, it's just as important and uh, amazing. And um, throughout the game, you have these ancestors you meet. I feel like every time I turn my head away from an iPhone game, it sneaks up on me on how much power it can produce uh, nowadays. It kind of scares me. I I feel like, uh, and I guess this is a, a good point to kind of ask uh, Rika, like, 
obviously uh, developing for a phone has its constraints but i mean how rapid has it been for uh if you were to well of course it's not matching the consoles but like it, it feels like it, nothing's holding it back much now that you can do these type of games yeah um i haven't worked on um previous console titles from tgc so i can't really say um but it's i think it even surprises the artists on our team how much the phones can handle these days um because it is a mobile game we have techniques to kind of work around um limitations but even then, I feel like we're throwing a lot um, yeah. at our phones, and we're just constantly shocked how much the phones can take. Um, so yeah, I think devices are getting you know more and more powerful. Um, I, I I can't say anything besides the fact that I'm also shocked that whatever I make actually manages to not affect me. <laughs> <laughs> just throw whatever in there. Pray for for the best. I mean, you, I mean, you were just. I mean, we definitely have to optimize, but yeah, um, yeah. you know, when we are going through the iteration process, we can't always keep um, optimization in mind when we're just testing. Um, and yeah, the game still takes it, and it's pretty awesome that it does. Yeah, I, I'm still. I mean, we're going through this huge world, and it seems like there's a lot of exploration that that the players are allowed to. But there are these sort of story moments or endpoints to kind of carry the 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 moments forward, um, which is the perfect blend, in my opinion, of single player and multiplayer. Uh, it's really impressive that I mean, when you were talking about how. I'm talking about the environment team and the characters are great too, but I'm an environment guy. So the environment team <laughs> being so small, uh, typically how long does it take to kind of construct a, a, one of these levels uh, from beginning to end, from concept to, to finish? Um, yeah, there's kind of two teams involved in that. So one is design and one is art. Um, at least at TGC, a lot of the levels start off with designers block-ins they usually think of the gameplay, they think of multiplayer aspects, social aspects, um, and artists kind of go in and polish that up. Um, so I can't speak for design too much. I think it varies. Um, some block-ins are quicker, some iterations take longer. At least for art, I would say like maybe one or two months, um, especially the first few levels are given, uh, they're given a lot more priority because, you know, um, for funneling issues, um, we want the new players to experience as little friction as possible. So those levels get a lot more time. So I think total, they have gotten more than just two months, but, um, and a lot of, so, but the other, other levels are probably anywhere from one or two months, maybe a little bit more, uh, depending on the complexity, but, um, yeah, because it is a live game. It, it's uh, we go through the levels and we adjust them. Um, so, yeah, they, they're on, they're constantly going through change. But it's about I, I would say it's about a couple couple months to actually make a presentable level, <laughs> <laughs> not just. Yeah drawing on a piece of paper uh i do want to remind at this point that uh, we are opening up the floor for questions from the the audience out there uh so i'll we do have our 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 moderators doing recon to kind of field those questions over to me so i can ask to the team here at that game company uh both CISO and rika so this is your opportunity to talk to the devs directly feel free to drop a question uh as we continue streaming so let me kind of look at this as we keep going here. So all these puzzle elements, it seems like it plays off of um, the keyboard sound. Uh, can you explain that a yeah, little bit so, about the yeah. design? Yeah. So this, this is like the Rika is, uh, she just pulled out her piano um, and then it gives, gives out this uh, music note sheet. 
So we also give out uh, music notes so you can actually follow that and learn how to play certain songs. But this is more like um, the keyboard it itself. So all the sound and how it works uh, matches with other instruments too. So we do get a band video of like four or five players playing different instruments and stuff together. So it's pretty robust. It's, it's really good technology and uh, fans loving it. So each season we try to introduce new instruments. It's fantastic. So, Reka, do you can you play any songs? Uh, I could. Uh, right now, I don't get real time feedback, so let me try. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can play on the spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I used to know how to play Happy Birthday, <laughs> but um, I don't have the right that great of a musical talent. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got three agents here. We can figure something out. Well, that's from Spirit Away. Oh, um, nice. Let's see. Wow. So that's from Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, and let's see. Yes. Okay, got that right. So that's Princess okay, Mononoke. Okay. You... <laughs> yeah, we can, can hear you rotate it. the camera so we can see you. Thank you. Can you rotate the camera so we can see you? Right? Oh, we actually see her with the phone? Oh, no. I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So does every player have, oh, like, okay. this, this ability to play music for each other? Um, or, once or they just... unlock an instrument, once they purchase one, yes. That is a cool idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never met um, Junova. Is that correct? Um, uh, but it, it's kind of. It, I, I know it takes an army to make a game, but there's a at least at that game company, there's a consistency here where the theme kind of carries across ever since Journey. Where there's you guys definitely have a a very unique theme to your studio and your output. I mean, do you guys start the day reciting like that game company <laughs> uh, rules? And I mean, like, how do you carry across multiple games and and still be so unique? Like, that's the level of consistency is insane. I, I don't know any companies that have done that since for a while. Like, we're talking about the PS2 era, where I feel like there was hits after hits after hits. Uh, I, I feel like this type of energy have, have been kind of disappearing um, the past few years. Yeah. Well, Maybe. thank you, Cecil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for agreeing with me. I mean, how do you feel about it, Cecil? I mean, you've been in the industry for a long time working on huge franchises, and you've seen like shifts and turns and big and small companies come and go. Uh, uh, do you agree? I mean, do you see that type of, you know, this, 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 what you guys are doing with Sky? Like, there's something here that a lot of games don't have. Yes. A soul, I think. Exactly. Right? So, right. Because we only look at the market that are proven and uh, we assume that, you know, gamers are will prefer this and that. But until you actually really bring something like truthful about, uh, human emotion, right? Um, but a lot of times, people see it as a risk, definitely, right? Um, but we're lucky to um, have a visionary like Genova. Um, he he spent a lot of time um, communicating that to the team. Actually, um, it took took me a while to understand that and why is it important and why is it important to be set in the beginning and to, to protect that throughout mm-hmm. the development. Right? Otherwise, everyone wants to have a different ideas. Ah, let's make it this, let's do this and that. But unless you have a really strong uh, philosophy, like grounded. Um, and we we are trying hard to also like um, teach that to new um, 
employees that are coming on board and I think it's it's just it's obviously the people likes it you know it, there's yeah. a we reach different audience and we're making um, I hope there's more games like this you know I mean there's the other games are there momentarily have these kind of feelings here and there like some, something like Breath of Wild from Zelda yeah. games too when you're running on running on the, the grass field riding a horse right it's like you just want to do that and it feels good because uh, you know you know there's like um yeah so I think we'll, we'll definitely will protect this philosophy and uh, going forward um, and then hopefully uh, this will also inspire the developers so uh, this is a like this time of time like this mm-hmm. yeah go ahead sorry to cut you off I mean we I think uh, I'm sorry um, in time times like this it's, it's hard to meet people um, and being connected so right because that's why we, we see a lot of uh, people are playing this power game uh, when uh, well, there you have it. You're, you're throwing it out again. If you want to play with Cecil, go go over to his Twitter page and ask for his handle. He wants to play with you. Uh, so this is a question from our community. This is from Jackal101. So is your team, and this is, can go to either of you, um, is, is your team mostly based out of one city, or do you have team members worldwide? Right now, we spread... Uh, uh, yeah, make I buy. Uh, most of our team members in, are in Santa Monica, uh, you know, in Los Angeles with us. Uh, we do have couple international, um, well, very very few because uh, we, in select countries we're looking for um, to hire some people to kind of help us with you know communicating with the fans and audience uh but majority for now it's it's in it's it's on the website it's in america um we do have some remote workers uh but majority are in in studio well now we're all working from home unfortunately everyone's at home yeah yeah uh so this is from uh atosh quasim sorry for mispronouncing your name what was the inspiration for the lore of sky Oh, that's, uh, I I, yeah, that's not boring when that was. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not the person to answer. This that. is a design question. We have artists here, guys. Come on, get yeah. with the <laughs> We don't want designers here. Come on. Uh, let's let me kind of move on to another question here. So, this is uh, how long has uh, that game company been working on Arc? Or are they saying oh, like oh, meaning um, the new season oh the new season wow you, yes. you got a fan here then okay <laughs> that was just she recently said you can I, think, that I think we started yeah I think we I mean the arc meaning I think the the new season uh, new yeah season. how long new does the season, season the, take yeah right right Planning and then development and then QA and all that stuff. I'll say two, three to four months. Yeah, I see. Uh, it's yeah. pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, this it's, uh, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, and then we do pivot in, in between in in the middle of the production too. So oh wow, and uh, make changes. We, we survive through yeah. it and it, right. yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the season that we um, we're polishing and then uh, we had to like go home and going mm. to lockdown. Oh, all right. So did the, this is actually my question here. The follow-up is, I mean, how much did the lockdown like delay things for you guys? Um, I mean, I'm sure it took a little time to get used to it, but uh, how was that transition? Uh, actually, yeah, I can answer that been... question. If that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I think it's a delay. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Cecil. Um, I think our team has been handling it pretty well. Um, you know, we were all generally worried because we've never done this huge scale of work from home before. Uh, but you know, people are more active on um, on our group chats. Uh, communication has been a lot clearer. Um, I can't 
you know, I can't say for what your experience has been, Cecil, but at least as a team manager, the increase in meetings is a little incredible. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's a little too many meetings, but, um, you know, because communication is important during times, uh, you know, during this epidemic, um, it can't be helped. But um, timeline-wise, production-wise, we're doing pretty good. And I think we're all fortunate to be in this industry where, you know, people are, you know, getting, experiencing positive things out of our game. Uh, We actually get to see that every day. So this is a follow-up question for you, Rika. This is, um, this is from Miriam Mamura. Uh, What's your favorite asset or environment that you built for the game? My favorite asset. Yeah. This is very Uh, specific. Darn, it is very specific. I think I think I saw her. She might be right here. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's see. Um, You can look for it. (laughs) Yeah, there's one thing that I'm kind of happy about. Um, Let's see. Let me actually try to show it in game. Um, One of my first cosmetics that I have made was this piece of headset. Um, It was the first (laughs) time that Sky had a little bit more of, um, you know, natural hair. Uh, everything has been, you know, pretty smooth as you can see on some of the screen. Um, you know, it doesn't reflect all the different kind of hair that exists in the world. Um, but I think, you know, as a new artist, um, being able to kind of, you know, having the power to like actually bring in, make these kind of assets kind of, uh, it makes me extremely happy that like I get to be part of like trying to be inclusive to people. You know, it's hard because it's such a, we're trying to tackle such a big thing, but this was like a small thing that I did that made me feel like I made some kind of impact. And it was really, really nice to see like players using it. Um, you know, it makes me happy when people are using the, the, their three sets of like Afro and one curly ball and two curly balls. Uh, but, you know, introducing different kind of um, assets to be more inclusive, be more, um, how to say, like, just be more open minded about all the different players that we're trying to reach. Was, you know, this was like the first step that I took, and it's something that makes me happy um, to this day. So it's nothing fancy, but. Um, this no, is I one thing you. that I'm happy about. That's very meaningful. I, yes. uh, I definitely appreciate that for sure. Uh, so this is a question, and I'll throw it back to um, to you, Cecil. Uh, this is from Marie and Sky. I, I guess that's the handle. Uh, would you ever pull the Sky community for new ideas? I mean, what kind of uh, community interactions have you guys done or planning to do to kind of help with the seasons? Um. Well, I mean, we we wanted to like always wanted to. I mean, for for me personally, I I like creating a world, right? So um, we try to make new area, but also as I mentioned there again, like we like to also um, strengthen our multiplayer mechanics. So, but then like. The most important thing is also like a more memorable story that people can remember from the season. So it all goes back to that too. You know, we want the players to remember the season they um, certain season in the in the later. So we wanted to really have a good narrative uh, emotion that's kind of brings all the seasons together. So for mm-hmm. Christmas season, we had a story about old grandma um, wanted to have his family join her dinner. So the way we did it is uh, the, the grandma has to actually give the player um, uh, the bell. And you have to bring the bell to the spirits that are all spread, hi- hi- hide in the world. 
then you actually remind them, telling them, okay, it's time to come home, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a simple story, but because our game's minimal approach in uh, visuals and sound, uh, visuals, and uh, it's, it's really cute. <laughs> I mean, it, it really works. Like, we actually see that happening at the end of the season. People really like that. You know? Yeah, so there's like gameplay part and there's a story part. It's always a balance, right? Yeah, definitely. So we're we're actually at the end of the uh, the hour. I want to thank you both, Cecil and Rika, for for going through all the technical hurdles. Uh, I feel like uh, us connecting on JDUX have been a lot more tougher for you guys than working on a season on, on, on Sky. So I want to thank you for your time and <laughs> and your consideration. And I, I'm sure the fans out there loved hearing the the dev stories and your insights on creating this amazing game. Uh, if it isn't obvious already, uh, I want everyone to go over to and, and download this game. It's free for everybody. Uh, but I, I'm going to hand the mic over to, to you first, Cecil, and then Rika uh, to say anything that you guys want to shout out to, give attention to uh, before we say goodbye for today. Yeah. Yeah, Rika, go ahead. Cecil? Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so download the game. Um, and if you're an artist, just to investigate how we've done certain things will be really good lesson for you. Because, um, um, yeah, I mean, and also if you're just, just a game designer, then also it's good that, like, um, there's other mechanics that you can focus on and still um, brings the people play and uh if you're just straight game gamer then give it a try uh say say it's uh it's worth uh we we i mean like i mentioned like last year it was uh awarded as a apple uh ios game of the year so that was a huge uh that's pretty big recognition yeah yep. it's a big deal thanks for thanks for watching us streaming yeah all right rika yeah um yeah thanks everyone for watching our stream and people who play our game thank you if it weren't for the players this game wouldn't exist um you know all games will eventually kind of get boring for everyone but what keeps sky interesting is the people that we are only providing the sandbox for it um so thank you to all our fans and audience uh who you know who haven't played but who are thinking of playing thank you um and yeah, that's that's it. Um, and also any inspiring students, uh, artists, um, and more female devs, uh, feel free to reach out to me in-game if you find me or Twitter. Um, I would like to be of any help if that's possible. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Um, truly inspirational to see amazing developers making amazing games. And... Uh, I, I always like the fact that small teams can produce huge things and uh, not like they, that game company have been having a bad streak and, and you guys need it. You guys are just hitting home runs every time you deliver a game, it seems. Uh, it's definitely an enjoyable experience um, to kind of see a playful game and having like a, a good experience from it to kind of distract us from what's going on right now in the world. So I want to thank you both for coming on. And as always, uh, you're welcome back anytime, but I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure we're all exhausted. So uh, I want to thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are liking the podcast, go to the Apple iTunes store and give GameDev Unchained a five-star rating. This will help spread the joy and love and exposure for the podcast, and we thank you very much. If you want to continue the conversation, go to our Discord, which can be found on our website, 
www.gamedevunchained.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at BlueChamps, B-L-U-C-H-A-M-P-S. You want to catch these episodes live every Tuesdays and Thursdays, go to twitch.tv forward slash blue underscore champs. Email me any of your concerns or questions that you want me to read aloud at the beginning of each episode at info at gamedevunchained.com. And if you want to further support us and help unlock the next feature, which is the voicemail future, go to patreon.com forward slash blue champs this gives listeners a chance to kind of call in leave a message for both me and the guests to answer your deepest darkest questions and comment on your deepest darkest secrets thank you everybody